All right, T. Raj is uh, look. He's he's, he's a like, busy oh, man. He's it. He's, he's hitting the door. He's, he's done leaving, for the week. Mason's yeah. leaving the late grass talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's Friday. Everybody's on a Friday mentality. John, what yeah. the hell are we doing? I mean, you got in late last night. Here you are showing up, rolling up your sleeves. Yeah, Trav's uh, got he's got a baseball game. Michael's got yeah, a game at Michael. two here. I've got yeah. I've had uh, I had a podcast podcast this morning and a podcast this afternoon. Who's the guest this afternoon? Matthew Good. Oh my God! Are you kidding? Yeah, he played uh, Robert Evans in. Uh, He's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, did you did you watch that um, that Godfather thing? Oh yeah, the offer was my, it was yeah. called. My my neighbor wrote it. Oh, it's fantastic! And it's fantastic, and he's the best part of it. Mace, you know, he was also on The Good Wife, which I loved. Yes, and he he was in Match Point. Oh right, Match Point. That was such. You a might good have movie. to bring John. By the way, you know this. what Match Point is most famous for? One and my first date. Really? We had our that's, first date to see Matchpoint. Yeah. That's a good movie. Woody got, Allen movie. Y- you guys hooked up, right? Because there's a lot of sex in that movie. Uh, we hooked up on the first night. Our first date was actually after we hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it works in my let's world. Let's hook up first. Yeah. And then we'll, and then we'll let's, see let's, if we let's get to know. Uh, let's see if we get to know exactly. each other. Okay, I got a question. Do you guys have... I love Matthew Good. Yeah, man, he's really good. He's really good. Trav- well, you, can, you can leave anytime you want to go, do, to go interview him. You can leave now if you want. <laughs> Perfect. No, I'm going to hang in. I'm going to hang out. Trav has a fascination. Mm-hmm. We all kind of have these weird things that, whatever it is. Trav has a fascination with laundromats. Laundromats. So, let me let me properly explain this. Okay. He has a washer and dryer at home. Perfect. He does not use your local laundromat. Right, he, he's, right. He doesn't need to. But for some reason, he really, really likes laundromats. So, he's telling us that him and Susan will have dinner together. Right. And then and they'll have dinner at a restaurant, this restaurant that they go to. And Every they go for Friday a, night. It could yeah. He's, Travis he's, has a gin martini. Oh, I know. He does his thing. All right? stuff you don't remember about Travis. Correct. But I do. Correct. Yes. Um, but then he goes, he posted a picture on Twitter of him and Susan outside of a laundromat, and he took a picture there. I'm like, Trav, what are you doing? He's like, I just like it. Look how clean it is. There's something about laundry that he likes. Uh, John, do you kind of do you have any? Do you feel well, the Slee, same you know way? that you know this about me, right? I know you're a fan of Captain Laundry. Doing I'm a, laundry, I'm, my wife calls me the laundry czar. So uh, if I I do laundry everywhere, and I'm no, I don't allow anyone in my family. Uh, well, Jack can do it, but Lisa is not allowed to go in the laundry room. And if you ever have something, Slee, that you need, you got a stain that you cannot get out. I want you to give it to me. Ask Mace. Ireland. Ask Stain Master. Ask anybody that knows me. I take these things highly personally. I'm total Team Travis on this. If I saw a clean laundromat, I might just go in there and do a few loads for the experience. Just to compare it to other laundromats I've Can been you relate to. to any of this? I mean, I hooked up once in a laundromat. It's a great God place. Bless it's you. a great place to to date, right? Because you're you're all sitting there. And you're in the laundromat, and you're talking, and you're chit chat, and next this thing you know, episode. it's like you've you've met somebody, you've met somebody that uh, there's that chemistry you match there. with exactly. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to say Travis goes crazy, and I think I'm the one that sounds like I'm no, crazy by not are. going to a laundromat. Right. And you know what? I heard something earlier on the show that I was stunned by. Mm. All right, let's let's put it this way, if, Slee. If I would have walked up to you before we had this conversation, mm-hmm. and you said there is somebody at ESPN LA. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you who that puts his laundry, dirty laundry outside his door. And the next day they bring it back clean. Now, everybody would automatically assume that's me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very bougie. Yep. It's Bergman. Yeah. 
Do you hear about this? Greg Lord doesn't touch. Bergman. Doesn't do anything. Greg takes his laundry, opens his door, puts it outside. Somebody comes, picks it up, cleans his laundry, delivers it back. It's like, Greg Bergman. See, that's does a John it. Ireland move, but I, I just don't do it because yeah. I'm obsessed with laundry. That is very one percent. Bergman's coming in. and He's going to grab a microphone. So, uh, Captain One Percent, with Greg, your Greg, uh, I'm ha- I'm very proud of you that you do a very Manhattan Beach guard gated community thing with your laundry. It's unbelievable. Thank you, because it is very important to me. There's few things in life that I hate more than doing laundry. I know you love it, John, but yeah. I absolutely despise it. I think it's a complete waste of my time. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I pay. I put it all in a bag. It goes outside my door. They pick it up. The next day, it's it's about 9 o'clock at night. It's there. Do I not hate doing laundry? It's obviously the opposite. But if one of my friends has a stain in something that they say, they, and you know Take this, that Greg, shirt off. I did this for you. I did it for me. Too. I'm that guy. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, seriously, you got another shirt here? Take that off. I take it like highly personally. It's so random. If I can't get a stain out. Well, because I'm on the road all the time, Sleeve. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, if like somebody spills, like Michael travels with ketchup. He has a bottle of ketchup in his pocket <laughs> yeah. at all times. If, like, he spills ketchup on something, I, I need to get the ketchup out of the shirt, all right? It's just who I am. Let me let me ask, Bird, how much does it cost to have your laundry fluffed and folded for you? He doesn't even know. Money no, is not a no, 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 money thing. Oh, money is no object. I'm the mouth. Bergman, I've never no, been th- prouder of you than I am at this moment. I care about money so much that I've stopped driving so much because the gas is so high right now, okay? But this is worth what, it. What, are you hitchhiking? It's like a, well, I just don't drive long distances anymore. Oh, okay, got it. Um, how do you get to work? I drive. 16 miles. Go to oh, Yamava. Okay. Okay. That's kind of Yamava. Yeah, yeah well, that was, trip to Yamava. <laughs> yeah, that's a, tell you what, that trip to Yamava oh, was yeah, a haul. We were out there yesterday. Even, so it costs about $115 a month. Well, that's not, I mean, that's a pretty good price. It, is right, it? So you that guys sounds like this, a lot. 115 For an entire month? For an entire month, yeah. That's, a good, I, that's actually I get, a good I get deal, Greg. A, I send it, get sent out twice a month. Yeah, that's not a terrible deal. Uh, I'm but, fine with it. You know, there's a good, there's a bunch of college students across the nation. If I'm on a long two week Lakers trip, mm-hmm. and if you like, I did this in Philadelphia last year. I Googled, you know, laundry service rather than I, I could send it to the hotel, but they charge you like you know ten bucks to clean a T-shirt. It's ridiculous. So there's a young girl that's a college student um, in Philadelphia at Villanova. And as a side hustle, she will come pick up your clothes, launder them, and bring them back to the hotel. And I said, all right, so I was on like week, I was on day nine of like a 16-day trip. And I didn't want to pack for 16 days. So I gave her all my clothes, big bag of it, and she brings it back. And she does a great job. It's all folded. It's awesome. And I said, what do I owe you? She said, $8. $8? Eight bucks? And I went, $8 doesn't even cost you what it costs you to drive hmm. over here. The and quarters. She goes, she goes, I took the train, and I went here, and wow. I handed her 40 bucks. Should have given her 100 And I said, you need to charge more. And she goes, thanks. And uh, and I thought, you know, she's, I go, you're way undervaluing this service. So hopefully she's charging more. I think there's one thing we all have where it's like, all right, this thing, if I got to spend, I'm going to spend. Like, I, I, I don't know about – what it is for you guys. If I'm going to go travel somewhere, I want to have like, now I'm not telling you I'm going to go stay. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to, it doesn't need to be, I'm not talking about the hotel, but it's like, if I want to go to this spot and the flights are expensive, right. I want to go there. So I'm just going to pay whatever I got to do to sure, get to that sure. spot. There's certain things that I'm okay with spending on. 
that one, I don't know. I don't know when about you that. Uh, Slee, do you pay, yeah. especially if you're with Lady Slee, mm-hmm. will you look into what it costs to upgrade on a plane? Um, if I can upgrade not for, first class. If that, I can upgrade just, for mm-hmm. under 150 bucks, I'm in. Oh, that's great. Yeah, for no, under that, 150 that's, bucks. That's, yeah, I've never, I've never run into 150 bucks to upgrade to oh, first maze. class. Have you? Oh, yeah. You oh, need really? to, you, well, here's what to do. Okay. Well, next time you're in coach, yeah. especially if you're with Juan, go up to the counter and go, hey, just curious. I'd be interested in purchasing an upgrade. What would that cost? And they'll they'll deal with you. Really? They'll, they'll say, you know what? First class is wide open. So you can buy your way into the fancy That's section. A good idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You should absolutely I've do never that sat too. first class. I, I, yeah. Have uh, you not? I, I, never the only time I ever sat uh, business class was mm-hmm. when I went to Europe, where you have the lay down. But like we save up all of our miles to go to Europe. We haven't gone in a while. But, but lay down to Europe is actually really good. Lay down anywhere is good. Yeah, it is. It, it, it works great. Um, so, uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Slee? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So yesterday, do we do this, Bergman, or do we not do it? I mean, Oh, yeah, I think you, you have to do I mean, it. Yes, you got to do it at some point. Is this where you want to do it, right here? Yeah. You want to get into this now? Is that you, what you want to get, you get into this right now? now? <laughs> what the hell? I leave for four days, and, and you guys, like, alienate the guests. What the hell All happened? hell breaks Well, loose. it wasn't really an alienate of the guests. I think the, the guests alienated us. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ireland, it doesn't exist anywhere now. Uh, because it's been deleted from every single thing there is. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it just doesn't need to be out and there. To, yeah, I mean, they I were mean, deleting it as it came along yesterday. So <laughs> every time it popped up in one of the See, communities, Morales the, would go, you know delete. Think, honestly, look, no, we're uh, all... Wait, we're, Morales wanted it deleted? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Wait, look, look, dare he I, led dare the delete I, charge. Okay, dare I say, Chris... You're gutless. That is pretty gutless. <laughs> that is the definition of so, gutless. So, John, does it make a difference? We're we're all ESPN employees. It, like he's right. he does a big voice on ESPN Wager, ESPN Bet, or Daily yeah, Wager. Yeah, I like Joe. Yeah, he's fine. And he Cappy, has a show Cappy, on our air, right. or not on our air, but on network's air. Yes, yeah. he yeah. does. Joe and Carlin, or whatever it is. So, but yeah, and Cappy is is our friend. We are want to be, be. Well, here's the thing that I, I wasn't here. Backing so up, I, Cappy. I, I will leave it up to you guys on how you want to handle this moving mm-hmm. forward. Since I wasn't here, but. My my instinct is, is we roll with it. But Greg Greg and I talked off the air this morning, and Greg said you were under the impression that Joe will not roll with. He it. did not. It didn't sound to me that he wanted to even talk about it when we went to it. In the moment, there was no. He yeah, said, Joe I don't roll with. Joe, I came on no here to rolling. talk about sports. Yep. Joe was no haha. That's funny. He yeah. was not that guy. Yesterday. Right. Yeah, so that is not going to work here. Then that's. <laughs> <laughs> you better be able to laugh at yourself around right. here. There are two. There are two announcers. Mason knows who they are. Yeah, and I, I've promised him I will never talk about them, so I can't say who they are. Okay, I know. Have, I know who you're talking about. But have zero sense of humor about this kind of. It's not. I'm not talking about Joe. I'm talking about two other guys that that have zero sense of humor. Don't like it if you make fun of them. Never make fun of themselves. Um, and I've just kind of... Does erased. one have a really deep voice? One has a really deep voice, and one would surprise you. Well, Mace, you know the backstory, so it wouldn't surprise you. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, the other one just, I didn't know that he was that guy, and he is. So we, I just kind of divorced myself from both of them, which is what we might have to do with Joe if he's not going to laugh about it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see exactly what went down. I mean, the way, if you miss it, it happened... 24 hours ago. So uh, we have Joe on the show. We have him on every week. Yep. ESPN bet, all that stuff. And he doesn't like Cap. Well, right? here's the thing. We Before the show, 
Cap says, I never heard of him. Right. Okay. And he goes, to, he, <laughs> Cap goes to his Twitter, his Twitter page. More insulting to Fortenbach. It's not, well, he's not telling him that, right? No, like, he's that's not telling him. This is all off the Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, Joe, but Cap's like, huh, I'm blocked by Joe Fortenbaugh. And I'm like, well, that's a good subject. Let's ask him right off the bat why he blocked you. Which uh, we do here. That's completely normal. Right. Completely normal. So and, and I being, blocked Bergman and, like six times. I think I'm still blocked. But being blocked, like. I don't know. I don't typically block people. You mute. Right. I will mute. Sure. Blocking mute, mute's the greatest. Blocking is like no. I've literally just built a wall. Correct. Between you and the other right. person, and I, I want, want you, you to, know. to know that I blocked you. So I thought, hey, this is a cool, funny bit. Let's ask Joe about why he blocked Cappy. Mm-hmm. So I say, so uh, Joe, I'm here with uh, Scott Cap. We just noticed that you blocked him for some reason. Uh, do you do you, uh, what what happened? Mm-hmm. And Joe says, uh, do you really want to talk about this? And I'm like, oh boy! And I'm like, yeah, just keep it short. Keep it short and nice. And how he said it was not like, hey, I'm opening this up to a conversation. It was, do you really want to talk? Like it was a direct. Yes, I ain't joking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came through and said, and said some uh, things. First about- of all, he said, if I knew Kaplan was there, I wouldn't have done the show. Right. Uh, and the other thing was, he called him, and I, I don't know the ruling on no, that yeah, word. Let's just not say it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's context and how you say it is context. Right. right. Well, Greg, you can say it in the way you said it to me on the phone this morning. Yes. Like what you do to your finger. Yes. You can you can prick your finger. Right. There you go. There you go. Um, but here's the way. And I was just stunned, by the way. I just fro- I would have I mean, been, too. I, I'm like, what What do I do now? I got Kaplan next to me. I got Fortinball on the phone. Uh, these guys don't like each did, other. What the hell am I doing did here? Did any of you thought like, oh, no, he's joking around no. or not at all he did all. just it, it not sound he did yeah. not sound the least bit jokey and, jo- and was, joe's a great it seems like a great guy he does. I, just, I just i have kaplan's back and all of this and i think you all do too. absolutely that, it's, well it's but 100%. here's the thing about kaplan he can kaplan can be like quirky and weird but but he's not I, a bad I, guy. i've never heard of anybody like having venom against him well, no not, not anymore no i mean but the only one like joe does it the only one that venom. thinks kaplan is a bad guy is Morales, who just says, <laughs> and that's you're a, a bad, bad guy. guy. I can't believe Morales deleted something. He's normally the ringleader of make a promo out of it. Let me tell you something. They turned, they, us. they went into freak out mode. Wow. It wasn't freak out Oh, yeah, no, you were like running through Every time I say, every time I say, arms arms makes a promo out of it. What are we doing? They deleted all shows for the last two months just just to play it safe. (laughs) Just to be sure. No longer exists. We got rid of it. We deactivated YouTube. But But It's all working behind the scenes. Nothing is settled on anywhere. Bergman's doing corporate-y things, but I would like to say Scott Kaplan is not a... No, he's not. Of course he's not. Prick your finger. I think your theory is right. If he's if if Joe is willing to tell us why he hates Kaplan, um, <laughs> I, and, and not I say, for aggregation, I say, um, w- come on back, Joe. Let's let's roll. Yeah. If he's not willing to joke about it, yep. Then I think I think we're done. Yeah. Then I'm going to give out my mm. best bets. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. There's, there's other things. <laughs> well, Mace, you hit a parlay last night. I did. Night. I had a four-leg parlay last night. Hey, Greg, did he catch me? Wow. Uh, no, you still have about 100000 more dollars. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to bet, Mace, I promise you this. I'm going to bet every week until the end of the year to give you a chance to catch me. Let's do it. And by the way, John, I lost $50,000 on Chip Kelly Aww. not being fired, Aww. so I have $3,000. Hey, so we had a no, bad week. I, 13, I lost I my survivor By the way, pool. we'll get to the Chip Kelly thing. Yeah. Want to yeah, save that, There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Oh, got it. It's 115. All right, fellas, Supercross Talk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger, that's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ah! Good afternoon! Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Making arrangements for another Pricks Fix for Christmas dinner. Went out for Thanksgiving, going out for Christmas too. You know what tonight is, Mace? Uh... Spinning salad night for me. Oh, are you going to Lowry's? Tonight. Oh, that is so great. Yeah. We're going on Christmas Eve this year. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, so cool. Uh, Lowry's, they all dress up in like colonial garb, um, and they spin a salad really fast on a a big block of ice, and they slice it. And they give you a giant Fred Flintstone size of prime rib. It's fantastic. And they're playing Christmas music. It's all decorated. It is so cool. It's right up there with, and this year I think we're both doing this, going to see the uh, production of Love Actually at the Wallace Theater in Beverly Hills. Bought the- my tickets two days ago. I'm going on Sunday the 10th for a matinee. You've been there a couple of times. I've been there. I think we've- yeah, this will be my third time going. Yeah, and I think this will be our fourth time going. It is so good. What's weird is twice I've run into Neil Everett and his wife at Love Actually. We just happen to be winding up at the same shows for whatever reason. But if well, Neil, now that Neil semi-retired and I'm very jealous of that, uh, he might be going every night. He likes Love Actually as much as I do. Oh, God. He he does love it. It is, uh, if you've never seen it, it's uh, to describe it in short, it's the movie Love Actually, the 2003 movie, played on big screens around a stage while people lit, uh, sing the really cool soundtrack songs uh, to go along with the movie. It is, it's really at, a great At a great show. theater, too. That Wallace Theater is fantastic. Can't recommend it enough if you're looking for something to do at Christmas. You know, here's, I'll tell you something weird about the Wallace Theater. So there I am. Last year, we went to see a show uh, that featured all the music from Pat Benatar. Okay. Uh, and on the surface, I'm like, oh, cool, Pat Benatar music. Once I get there, it's like Romeo and Juliet told with like children of the night and hit me with your best shot. And we were, it was a very small crowd. And I'm like, they're up there performing and, you, you know, the, the, place is a third full and you feel like you need to clap louder because there's nobody else there but the show was awful uh we stuck it out to the end for the cast but not for the show right that was a failure pat (laughs) and i'm assuming pat benatar herself was not part of this no well she produced it 
Yeah, but it not, was hers, but she didn't. She, she was wasn't actually in it. singing the songs. It might have made it. Might have saved it. Yeah, no. She, uh, Pat Benatar performed at the Pink concert. Oh, that would have uh, been good. She interesting was, thing about Pat Benatar: she married her lead guitarist, a guy named Neil Giraldo. Neil Giraldo, yes, yeah. still married. Yep. He Normally, was, those those rock and roll marriages never last. He was the co-executive producer of that bad show that will never be seen again. All right, so uh, Rams on John, are you feeling it? The in the hunt. You always said respect the hunt. Respect, respect the, the hunt. hunt. We're in this thing, man. Let me tell you something. After watching that game last week. I think the Rams are going to are, are going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to beat Cleveland, and I think they're going. I don't know if they're going to do anything once they get there, but they're going to get there. I believe. I don't think they lose this week. Do you? No. I well. You know, you might get Joe Flacco at quarterback if DTR doesn't clear concussion protocol. The the Browns have said Joe Flacco is going to start. I mean, that guy was sitting on his couch eating chips two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, everybody – well, of course, uh, Cappy's really good friends with the offensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns, and it sounds like – uh, not that we got it from Cappy, but there are so many reports about Flacco being QB1. I kind of expecting to see him on Saturday. It's three and a half points is the spread. Um, Rams favored. Uh, wh- what? So, Adam Schefter, five minutes ago, Browns quarterback Joe Flacco will start Sunday versus the Rams. Okay. So there you now go. You got we got Flacco. Uh, so, yeah, give me 25000 mythical dollars on the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. And Ireland. 5K. Ireland, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. Last now, what, tell me the parlay you hit last night. Okay. I, I didn't hear you make it. So, it was a four-leg parlay last night, and uh, – that was a Oklahoma City uh, Lakers game, and here's what I didn't do: I did not bet on the Lakers. I Smart. did not think the Lakers were going to win the second game. night of a back-to-back. They're one and three on the second nights, and had you called me, I would have told you don't that's bet on a them. Smart move, yeah, because of how many guys that were hurt. They really only had seven guys last night, and so everybody like I think Torian Prince had to play like 35 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just and and Oklahoma City is young and they're athletic and I think if it was a seven game series, the Lakers would win it. But but one game on the second night of a back to back when OKC was already waiting, um, didn't didn't look good. Okay, so I bet ten thousand mythical dollars on Lakers Thunder over two twenty eight point five. Okay. SGA over five and a half assists. Okay. AD over thirteen and a half rebounds. He finished with fourteen. That, that's a good one. He and got that one, by the way, at right before he went out of the game. And then LeBron over two and a half threes, and he got that. That means, what is 11 to 1? $110,000. Beautiful. So what are See, the official mythical money standings now, Bergman? Do, so, you, do you have them figured yes, out? Yes, I do have them right here. 285000 for you, Mace. Yeah. 338000 for Ireland. I have 13000 because I won Game of Games for the month of November oh, to give me ten right. k. And Brian is at 78. Brian, you don't bet. He doesn't. I've lost on the Chargers a couple times. So uh. Is that the only game you'll bet is the Chargers? Uh, no. I'll put on who the Rams the, who, this week. Brian, who are the Chargers playing this week? Patriots in New England. Oh, you got to win What's, that. they got to be favored, right? I would say yes, they but have, I haven't, I haven't New seen England's. it. All right, Greg, we're getting odds from ESPN Bet, right? Yeah, ESPN, ESPN bet. bet. If that's not a ridiculous spread, I'm taking the Chargers at New England. You are. You should never take the Chargers. No, I, I am. That's you're making a wager on the Chargers? I, I am to support my guy, Josh Ruprecht, and to support Brian Cohen. Nobody I, I, thinks they have a chance. I am going to make a dumb bet because I want the mythical money. Okay, they're favored by five and a half. At New England. At New England. Ten grand on the Chargers. Come on, if you're so serious about it, go bigger. Yeah, you have 338K. 
No, I know. I'm gonna make. A, I'm gonna make more bets. This okay. is my first bet. Okay. So it was Chargers. Yeah. What was it? Five. Well, and I half. gotta give five and a half. I'll take that same bet. Same oh, bet. No, you, How you, much? Gotta go, you gotta, you gotta go bigger. Brian, you gotta bet more. more than me. You gotta bet like fifteen. Give me twenty-five. Yeah, Whoa, Brian. Twenty-five. Yes, I can't there. wait for you guys to lose more money. Yeah. Um, hey, wait, Greg. How much money do you have? I have thirteen. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How we're much not, do I have? Of uh, three hundred. Yeah. Something. We're not yeah, taking. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep talking smack. It's a good look for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> mythical. Uh, by the money. way, whenever we talk mythical money, it is brought to you by Prize Picks, <laughs> the largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members go to PrizePicks.com/slash seven ten. Use code seven. 10 for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, coming up next. Boy, you guys, you guys turned on Chip Kelly in a big way. About midseason, you were like, Ireland, a month ago, you were saying, gosh, I like him. He's showing emotion. Now you want him canned. Uh, and you're not the only one. We'll get into that coming no, up No, we next. are not. Uh, Mason and <laughs> Ireland, 710 ESPN. What do I got here, Bergman? Jacob. Jacob, thank you. All right, so it's Friday. You're driving home from work, and some dope is texting on their phone, and they hit you, and they cause a traffic accident, or they swerve into your lane, or whatever that happens to be. You're immediately sore, but your doctor's office is already closed for the weekend, so you wait until Monday, and you call them, and they say, we're booked solid. You can't get in for an appointment for at least another week or two weeks, and suddenly you've gone 10 days without any treatment for your injury. Do not do this to yourself. If you're injured, call Jacob, even on a Friday night. My friend Jacob and his team will guide you, letting you know if you should go to urgent care or the emergency room, or they'll get you a doctor's appointment for you Monday with a specialist in your area that not only will document your injuries, but get you back on the road to recovery without any delay. So if you're injured in any kind of accident, remember 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB, 844-24-JACOB, or remember... Accident or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie, call Jacob. CallJacob.com, and don't forget, you can follow Call Jacob on Instagram and Facebook. Go to at call.jacob. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. It's F it Friday. Ireland is uh, at home and we're all in the studio and Ireland got back from a road trip and Ireland- 2.30 two last night, Mason. Damn, man. Damn. Have you ever used the word kibosh? Sure. Um, like uh, like if uh, like if we were talking about the Fortinbot thing. Morales put the kibosh on the podcast. Exactly. It's and to it's to squash something. Al, Al Michaels used it last night uh, during the Thursday night football game. He said he mentioned all the stats about the Dallas kicker. He almost missed uh, a field goal, and then he said, "Thank God I didn't put the kibosh on him." So it's it's a good word. I haven't heard it in a long time. It's a big By the old way, school I, word. Um, I just love. I don't give a crap, Al Michaels. Yeah. I know, like people are people are like you know how I feel about social media. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate it. 
and um, and they're just ripping Al because they say he doesn't have a. Th- I'm biased. I I I love Al. I think he's like the best to ever do it. I I'm friends with his daughter. I've liked him forever. Right. Um, but. The fact that Al does not have a care in the world about getting fired or what people think of him is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last night, Bergman, you played a clip from uh, Al for me today. It was just amazing. I see. I've always kind of ripped on Al when he was you have. With, with low energy and bad calls and a lot of those things. Yeah, going. you're an idiot. But yeah. that last night was peak Al Michaels, and I have so much more respect for him. There was like 270 yards of, of uh, penalties and 25 flags, and he just didn't care anymore. Do you have well, that clip? Can I, can I say, while well, you're looking for that clip, let me say something. It, you could call, and this is true in the NBA, the NFL, not as much in Major League Baseball, but to some extent. Right. You can call something on every play if you want to. There's holding that goes on in every play in the NFL. Yep. The official's job as a whole, as a group, whether it's the eight NFL refs or the three NBA refs, is to manage the game. The game is an entertainment product. Greg, if you were, I don't know if you were exaggerating, but if they called 250 yards worth of penalties last night. I don't think in the third quarter. I'm not exaggerating. In the third quarter. Okay, all those refs should be suspended for a week. All of them. Because you didn't manage the game. You didn't do your job. So So, we have the clip. Go ahead, Brian. Here's Al Michaels. We're going to take the rest of the night off of the Cleek Blakeman call of the game. You buying? Sure. That's the official. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Cleek Blakeman, we know you can call a foul on, on every play if you want to. We get it. We get you like being on TV. Do your job. Manage the game. How many fouls do you call, though? How many? Uh, I okay, mean, well, it's, oh, it's, very, it's very difficult to determine if you're going to call it the same all the time. Then Here's here's, here's a good example. Okay. I covered most of Shaq's career. I right, got to KCAL right. the same time Shaq got to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So certainly every Laker game I saw that Shaq played. And he either got fouled or committed a foul. On every play. He was just too big. You couldn't guard him. Um, the What the refs did was they managed the game. They they said, okay, unless the other team gets a competitive advantage, like, like, like if they tackle him, we're not going to call it. And if Shaq turns and knocks somebody over, he's allowed to pivot. Right. I know he knocks somebody over, but he's allowed to pivot. He's allowed to turn. We're not going to call that. And that way you don't get a whistle on every play and we don't get a four-hour game. Right. Greg, you're saying last night the game dragged because these guys kept throwing flags? So I, I found the numbers. So there were a, t- a total of 19 accepted penalties. So they didn't accept – there was more flags thrown, but they didn't accept all of them. Yeah, for a total a total of 257 yards, yeah, 130 crazy. on the Seahawks and 127 on the Cowboys. Yeah. That's too many penalties. Yeah, that, that definitely is. Definitely is. Nobody pays to see the officials in any sport. You can manage the game. And I'm not saying never call anything. I'm not trying to say go to the other extreme. But if if you're if you want to call holding on every play, you could do it. And, and, and when they go back and look at the film, you'd probably be correct. But you're not doing your job. You're not managing the game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chip Kelly. Bruins finished seven and five. They're going to a bowl. They will go to a bowl game. Some other bowl. Yeah, I right? don't know which one. They'll get invited. Yeah, yeah. The, there's not going to be anybody there. Everybody's they'll in the go. Yeah, they're all in the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, now. they are all in the transfer portal. So, uh, you guys have uh, turned completely on Chip Kelly. Bergman has turned. You turned a while ago. Um, Bergman turned after they beat USC. I turned after they lost to ASU. ASU. The ASU, the ASU loss and the Cal loss should have told. UCLA officials, everything they needed to know about Chip Kelly. If you're okay with seven and five every year, keep him because that's what's going to happen. 
Yeah, I mean, there's been an, he's 33 and 33, Mace, as the coach at UCLA. So, I mean, if you're okay with six and six and seven and five, and Chip likes to point to the last three years. Well, yeah, no, the last three years, he, he won nine games, nine games, and seven games. Yeah, but the seven games, he's, going, he's moving in the wrong direction. And here's the thing if you're going to act like Chip, and you're not going to go to glad-handed alumni functions. You're not going to get involved with NIL. You're not going to – you know, Chip's big thing is books and ball. That's all he cares about. Books and ball. That's his big line. Those days are over. To go to school and play ball. It's now bucks and ball. Correct. And if you're not going to play the game, and you're not going to recruit five stars, and you're not going to go to these dinners where you have to kiss the ring of these rich alumni dudes, then you're not – you know, okay. Then you're seven and five. If that's what they want, they've got the right guy. Absolutely. And if you did, you know what this schedule was? This was the easiest schedule this year for UCLA as, as it's been in years. Right. So to only win seven games. I mean, look, North Carolina Central, um, San Diego State, Coastal Carolina, Utah. By the way, was tough. San Diego State fired their coach. Right. Washington State wasn't wasn't that great. Oregon State was pretty good this year, but yeah. they should they should have won that game. Stanford was terrible. Colorado was terrible. Arizona was pretty bad no, Arizona until the end of the year team, they could have yeah. won that game Arizona State was awful yeah, USC terrible. was awful and Cal was awful yeah like that was an easy schedule and they won seven games yeah and, and Mace here's the thing had they been competitive against Arizona State and competitive against Cal right oh by the way both games at the Rose Bowl um you could make an argument yeah one play here or there they weren't competitive in either game they and USC 14 quit. combined points USC quit. UCLA I, I would win. argue USC never even started. Right. U, UCLA didn't win that game as much as USC mailed it in. Yeah, they did. They so did. if that's what you're hanging your hat on, uh, and, and, and it's a weird time at UCLA because the chancellor's leaving. I'm not sure Martin Jarman is allowed to make this call as uh, the AD. Right. I think that it's guys who – because Chip's the highest paid – Chip and Mick Cronin are the two highest paid people at the school. And, and they should be. I think they're because, like the two highest paid people in the state, right? Well, because it's a state, state school. State school, yeah. yeah. But if you're going to take that check, if you're going to be the highest paid guy, you've got to be competitive against Cal and Arizona State when they're both having down years. And if you don't care and UCLA doesn't see him and you're okay with seven and five and you're okay with the coach who's a grump, then keep Chip. You got the right guy. Okay, so I want to read something. Uh, Dante uh, Moore. Five-star five, five star recruit who uh, played as a freshman, and now he's leaving. So his, I think it's his grandmother. His grandfather. Yeah, it says Jane, so I think it's oh. his grandmother. Oh, I thought it was grandfather. Uh, wrote, I, I read grandfather too, Greg. Wrote I, this on a UCLA football chat form. Could be grandmother, could be grandfather. I want to thank all of the Dante fans I have met on here. To the naysayers, it's okay because everyone is entitled to their opinion. I hold no animosity. Chip Kelly was on his way to ruining my grandson. I thank God that Dante saw it almost immediately. There was no room for a pocket passer at UCLA. The plays he called for Dante were ridiculous. He honestly didn't know how to coach or call plays that Dante could light up the field with. I'm just disappointed that you didn't get to see the real Dante, but in the end, uh, the end has come, and for that I'm grateful. It was painful to watch UCLA football. I do wish UCLA the best, but you'll never succeed until the administration accepts that Chip Kelly is embarrassing the entire program and school. Happy holidays to all of you. Yeah, did he really write that? Yeah, I was saying oh, happy okay. holidays to or all of you. Did you add that? No, um, that was real. I, Greg, I don't disagree with anything he said. Nothing. 
absolutely nothing. Because you, when you have an 18-year-old quarterback, you can't sit him because he has a couple bad games. Yes. No, he, I mean, look at the history of the school. Cade McNown played as a freshman. He screwed up, but then he turned out to be a great quarterback. Tom right. Ramsey played as a freshman, turned out to be a great quarterback. I, I mean, all of a sudden... Dante Moore gets benched because he throws a, a, a couple of pick sixes. Well, it sounds, sounds like he was never the right guy. In other words, if you're going to have a five-star recruit like Dante Moore, you build the offense around him. You tailor it to him so he can be at his best and and have some success. Instead, if you got him running on the run, all that stuff, he's not that guy. So they screwed this up from the beginning. In the very first game of the season, Chip Kelly wanted to play all three quarterbacks, started Ethan Garbers over Dante Moore. And, and Greg, he, how he often threw, does he playing two picks. all three quarterbacks ever work never if you don't know your quarterback you're going to be a bad team and so they eventually bring him in and he was throwing he was throwing long balls and was looking really good and then he ended up getting the start the next week but it's over and over and over again they kept sitting him and they'll bring in Ethan Garbers bring in Colin Schley bring in Dante Moore and you never knew who the quarterback was it was a mess. Well, Ireland, you're a pretty powerful UCLA alum. Why don't obviously you? Obviously, I'm not. Why don't you call somebody? I'm obviously I'm not. Well, it it. Hello, uh, Martin. It's me, Ireland, voice of the Lakers. Let me talk to you about Chip Kelly. Well, here's here's part of the issue. Casey Wasserman wanted Chip back, and Casey's the biggest donor. Casey. So I don't know why. And Casey, he still wants him back. Casey is a great guy. He's a fantastic guy. Um, Huge, so by the may, way, in bringing the Olympics to L.A. Yeah, maybe he's got some insight that I don't, but I don't get this. I don't get why they're bringing him back. The L.A. Times put out a poll asking UCLA fans, do you want Chip Kelly back? And 71% said no. I don't know what the school's looking at. Mm. I mean, it, it just – I think they, they looked at the USC game and they said, well, you know, it isn't very often we beat USC. Maybe Chip's on to something. USC quit. USC had no defense. They that wasn't UCLA winning. That was USC just forgetting to even come to the game. And now UCLA stuck with Chip for another year. Have fun. And like you like to always say, Ireland, like who's going to be the next guy? Who's the next guy? Yeah, it who's really, the next guy? So you have to know who you're going to hire. I don't before think you, you do in this, in this case. Ireland. You can go with a just a. a failed NFL head coach that didn't work in the NFL, but an offensive-minded guy that can work in the college game, or an offensive coordinator at a very good college a school, a college program that has a good offense. You can bring that guy in. It doesn't need to be the home run hire of Jim Harbaugh and Nick Saban type guys, because right. well, that's at, very rare that look it happens. Was- look at look at what Washington and right. Oregon did. Yeah, yep. yeah. You know, Kalen DeBoer and Dan Lanning have both been great. Right. Fantastic. So just bringing guys like you can identify guys like that to bring in. But I'm going to tell you this. When they get to the Big Ten next year, they're going to fail in football next year. They have no quarterback and they're losing their entire defensive line to the NFL. Most likely it's going to be a mess next year. Hmm. All right. Well, that you have that. Hey, Bruin fans, you have that to look forward to. <laughs> hey, Sneak we got a whole bunch of we got a bunch of foreign guys on the basketball team who can all shoot. So we're looking forward to basketball season. So today is fifth. We're doing fifth row Fridays today. Oh, are we? Yeah. That's the best thing we do. So uh, pay attention to everything we say. There will be a question from each show this week. If you can answer all five of them at two thirty, you get a pair of tickets to sit in the fifth row at Lakers Charlotte. Right? Is the Lakers Charlotte? Give me one second. Yes, it is Charlotte, December 28th. December 28th. There you go. So keep on paying attention to everything. And if you can answer all five, do we have a question yet today? I don't think so. Not yet today. Do we? Bergman's like, I don't know. Do we? We Uh, may. All right, coming up next, going to spin the wheel of questions. Mason and Ireland, Big Friday, 710 ESPN.
Oh, hey, time to tell you about BBGO. BBGO is the official game day snack of the Lakers. And Bergman and I have been, I mean, this BBGO food truck that comes to some of these Laker events, we've been around it a couple of times. It's fantastic. They promise bold, authentic Korean flavor, and that's what you get. Whether for a meal or a snack, it's the perfect way to flavor up for your next get-together. It's America's favorite and number one Asian snack brand. BBGO believes that food brings people together, and there's no better way than to share some premium, delicious Korean flavors. Here's the thing. BBGO is available in the freezer aisle at your favorite supermarket. You get this BBGO stuff, you put it in your freezer, and then you get home one day and you're like, oh, I don't have any food. Oh, yeah, I got BBGO. And it keeps great and it tastes great. And trust me on this, if you've never tried BBGO, I've eaten everything they have in their arsenal. It's fantastic. Try it. It's available in the frozen food section of your favorite supermarket, BBGO, the official game day snack of the Lakers. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. Would you rather have a long average playing career mm-hmm. or have a short, fantastic career, but it gets cut short by injury? So let me put some context. Yeah, to do it. it. All right. Would you rather be in this particular scenario? Somebody like Robert Woods, okay? Long playing career, but I think you would agree he's like an average receiver. Yeah, I would say. Right? He was, had a couple good years with the Rams. His bouncer on since. But still in the league, really good guy, yep. great player, all right? Or Bo Jackson, oh. who was who was like, but, and I would imagine Robert Woods probably made more money than yes, Bo Jackson. Yes, I'm sure he did. Or, um, so, would you rather have a short, fantastic career, cut short by injury? I think Bo Jackson is like the... The best example of that, I think Bo played. Like, Gail Sayers, I think, only played six years. Sandy or, Koufax only pitched Sandy for, Koufax played seven. Yeah. Uh, Jim Brown played nine. Jim Brown is too good. Sandy Koufax is too good. Yeah. Uh, uh, do Bo Jackson. Okay, Bo Jackson. Five, five years of unbelievable highs. But so, then he goes out. Or somebody that had a good – or let's say even a, even a, a little bit better than that, Robert Ory. You know, somebody who won a lot but is probably never going in the Hall of Fame. Right. All right, who would you rather be? So I'm a big, and John, you know this, I'm a big legacy guy. I want to be remembered in some way. People are going to remember Bo Jackson forever. Robert Woods, great player, had great years for the Rams, all that stuff, but I don't think he'll be remembered. So I would say Bo Jackson in a walk. Bergman, how about you? Yeah, it's Bo Jackson in a walk because you want to be, you don't really think about, 10 years from now, you're not going to be talking about Robert Woods, but you were still Mm -hmm. talking about Bo Jackson. And did Robert Woods win? He didn't win with the Rams, right? I've always said I'd rather have Robert Ory's career than Patrick Ewing's. Yeah, I'd rather have Patrick Ewing's. But that's that's titles. uh, Ewing was not average. Ewing was well above average. Ewing was great, really good, just never won titles. Right, right. Um, A long career, though. Yeah, exactly. Brian, how about you? You want the short, uh, like a comet of a career, or you want the long, steady career? Yeah, give me Bo Jackson. Give me the comment. Hot, coming in strong, yeah. out quick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The only bad thing remembered. is I always felt bad for Bo that that we only got, a, a, you know, a cup of coffee with him. Right. I would have loved to have seen what he would have done had he kept going for another five years. Sure. Yeah, is that your answer, too? I, yeah, I would rather be Bo. Yeah. I, I just think that 
he and you know he won the Heisman. He played two sports. I, you know, and, and then he was out. Right, but still unbelievable play. Yeah, they still show his highlights all the time too. They do. Yeah. They do. By the way, two fifteen, Matthew Burry. So if you got fantasy football questions, make sure you're ready. Then two thirty will be fifth row Fridays. Pay attention to everything. Five questions about this week's shows. Answer them all. You got a pair of tickets in the fifth row for Lakers Charlotte. Uh, and let's see, we're not on oh, game of games. It's a brand new month in Ireland. It's your game, right? Yep, got it. Bergman won the month. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I did. It was a bad. I, I couldn't, Greg. I felt bad. I, I couldn't compete with you in the final week. I mean, we Th- yeah, never that even. Been we never even got to the arena in time for me to play game of games. That's mm. how that's how weird this trip was. Bergman, yeah, it's, yes. it's never the same when it's not up against Ireland. If you win, or like if I don't yeah, play it, one week, it's, it's like winning. It's like winning. Like we always wanted Kobe to play LeBron in the finals, mm-hmm. and one year LeBron lost to Orlando. It's still a title. The Lakers beating Orlando, but it would have been great if we would have got Kobe LeBron. So uh, you guys are comparing yourself to Kobe LeBron. I mean, um, it's pretty obvious. Calling us weak competition. Yeah, yeah. I'm Kobe. <laughs> By You're the way, Robert here's, here's how this works, John. So yesterday Bergman says, okay, um, it's the last day of the month, and um, it's, uh, it's my game. Uh, I can't do a game, so I'll sit this one out. Lindsay's game yesterday. I'll sit this one out. So Greg punted. I, right, Greg punted. I'm like, I don't care. Just jump in the game. And Bergman won it. I mean, I, I don't I won, care that much. Yeah, you don't. I I already was winning the month anyway. Right, right. In the end, I had you eight. won outright. Yeah, Brian had a chance to tie you for the he month. He did. Brian's. A, if I would have won yesterday, I would have tied him. So if I wasn't playing, he would have tied me. Correct. There you go. <laughs> oh, so Mason screwed you, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about you that. You can Brian. blame him around the holidays. You know, I take it so seriously. Damn. Uh, by the way, yesterday I made the announcement. I, not really an announcement, but I have a divot in the middle of my forehead, and I told Bergman it was from a brown recluse spider. And Bergman's like, "No, it's not. No, it's not. You would be dead if you, you got would bit be. by. You would not be dead. They a brown are. Recluse, they are killer f- spiders. They, you don't. They die. are venomous. Yeah, but yes. you don't ne- they can kill you, Greg, but you don't necessarily die. Mm, I don't know, no, Brian. Brian, what, I was under the assumption that if you get bit by one of those, you're dead too. I, you I know what? Know. I bet you he got bit by a flea from uh, from Veronica. No, or, no. It, this, it was a flea that bit him Ireland, in the head. Ireland, this goes back to like the 90s. I've got this little divot in the middle of my forehead where I got bit by the spider. Bill's character. It does. It does. I, will a brown recluse spider kill me? All know. right, so the first thing, symptoms of brown recluse spider bite includes reddened skin that may okay. be followed by a blister that forms at the bite site, mild to intense pain and itching for two to eight hours following the bite, an open sore with a breakdown of tissue that develops a week or more following the bite. Thank you. That's exactly what happened. You do not die from a, You got a big divot in your forehead, I like but you to do think not die. That it was not a brown record. Good for you. I, you think you think away. <laughs> I'm just glad you hit a parlay. I you guys used to mock me for even betting parlays, and now you all do it. Well, I'm the reigning parlay king. I've yeah, won. I've had two of them this year. Yeah, I haven't had any. Yeah. I hate them still. They're but uh, no, I'm gonna. I, I'll come up with one before the end of the show for this weekend. Yeah, do that. Do that. By the way, uh, Lakers lose. I I was not surprised that the Lakers lost last night they finished the trip at two and two they only had seven guys basically yeah, they were down they were problem. down to nothing and uh, Shea uh, Gilgis Alexander is just really really he's a good. superstar yeah he's flat out a super he's no so, longer a well-kept secret okay so you think I'm, you can win MVP Ireland yes if I, Oklahoma he, City keeps playing like he this. was first team all NBA last year Greg listen to this he's averaging 30 points a game which I think is third in the NBA in scoring he leads the NBA in steals. All right, so he plays both ways. Yep. And nobody can stop him, and his team now is 12-6. and six. So, I mean, come on. 
And I, mean, I think some of these young teams, like Minnesota, Oklahoma State, I don't think they're going Minnesota away. Minnesota and OKC are right at the top. Yeah, I don't think they're going away. I, th- I think they're going to stay in the race all year now, long. Now, I, I need these Laker guys to get healthy because Tuesday, we got a game tomorrow night against Houston. Yes. Um, I don't care about that game as much as I care about Tuesday's yeah, game. Yeah, Tuesday's Tuesday's game is tournament quarterfinals. If we win it, we go Thursday. We would leave Wednesday, play Thursday in Vegas in the semis. Um, if we lose, depending on what happens in the other quarterfinal game in the West between New Orleans and Sacramento, we might have to go to New Orleans for one game on Friday. So I'm oh. really, really hoping we win on Tuesday. So this was uh, something Trudell reported last night during the game. He says that the only player that's been ruled out for tomorrow is Gabe Vincent. That's, that's the only person that's ruled out. So that's interesting because Jared Vanderbilt hasn't played at all this correct, year. Correct, correct. Uh, Cam Reddish sat out last night. Although he did play the night before. I thought maybe that was precautionary. Don't don't let him play back-to-back after he's got and the And Jackson groin. Hayes was like had a really bad elbow yesterday, so that's good. That means all three of those guys are making progress. Yeah, and then the tournament on Tuesday is a big deal. So if we beat Phoenix, if, if the Lakers beat Phoenix on Tuesday, mm-hmm. that means they advance to Vegas, right? Right, and they play the winner. of the, the game on Monday means something to Laker fans. So Monday, New Orleans plays at Sacramento. Um, we are rooting hard for New Orleans in that game because – if they win, they go to Vegas, and then we win, and we go to Vegas. And um, and if if we happen to lose on Tuesday, if New Orleans went to Vegas, then the Sacramento game we get at home, we get at Crypto on Friday night, so we wouldn't have to go anywhere. Uh, we get a 40-second home game. So that's what you're, you root, root for New Orleans on Monday – and then we'll at least know where our next game is going to be after the game on Tuesday. All right. I'm excited. A lot I of think, moving parts. I think the tournament is, uh, has been fun. It's been great. Yeah. 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 Everybody great. questioned Rate, it, but ratings, I think it's been ratings great. Ratings are up. People care. It's been really cool. All right. Coming up next, I got a, I got a nugget. Bergman sent me a – originally I thought, what the hell is he sending me? He sent me this tweet in Japanese. But then they have the translate feature. And so I translated it, and it's from somebody who has covered Shohei Otani. And I've got what he says about Shohei coming up next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.